What's going on, everybody? Daryl from Lamb City USPSA. If this is your first time on the podcast, I would like to welcome you. If it is your second or perhaps third, seeing we're on episode three now, welcome back. Uh, this episode of the podcast, we have some pretty big announcements and probably go over a uh, little bit of what happened to Nationals if we have time. So stay tuned. <laughs> All right, again, everybody, my name is Daryl, and I will be your host for the podcast. Yeah, um, just kind of getting over nationals. Our race gun nationals occurred this past weekend down in Talladega. Kind of jealous of of everybody, especially the Trident Armory Shooting Team boys. Got to go down to Talladega Super Speedway for the awards banquet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those guys so much anymore. Uh, <laughs> even though I'm not really much of a NASCAR fan these days after, uh, yeah, NASCAR just, well, anyway, that is a story for another podcast uh, and not mine either. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I washed it off and on on the live stream over the weekend and uh, looked like a pretty good time was had by all. Uh, congrats to all the winners, and uh, yeah, looking forward to watching again next year. Uh, I, I am loving the um, the live stream a lot. It brings brings the sport out to a lot more people that wouldn't ordinarily get to see it. Um, the other thing with the live scoring that they added in is that I, I I'm just in love with that. Obviously, there can be some improvements and stuff like that, but um, yeah, I, I love it. So, so big announcements. Well, the first announcement, while it's not all that big, is November 14th, 2021, Hamden Rifle Pistol Club in Hamden, Maine, will be hosting a Go Fast, Don't Suck Postal Match. Um, now, for those of you who don't know what the the Go Fast Don't Suck Postal Match is, it's basically a match that GFDS has put together. They've put together the stages and all that, and any club practically in the world can sign up to shoot this match. And you get all of the stage diagrams and everything. You set the stages up. It is a five-stage match. Your club shoots the match, and then the um, results from that match are sent to Go Fast, Don't Suck, and they will put together at the end of the year um, all of the match results from clubs that participate in the match, which is pretty damn cool because essentially – it's like going to nationals so you can see where you stack up against other shooters without actually having to leave your home range if your home range is one that participates in the match. So really looking forward to that. Uh, if you want more information, go to gofastdontsuck.net. 
uh, go fast, don't suck is all one word, and click on postals. I believe it's at the very top of the page. Um, so, yeah, you, you will actually get to see where you rank worldwide against all the other shooters that participate in this match. Again, that match is going to be at the Hamden Rifle Pistol Club, Hamden, Maine, my home range, November 14th, 2021. Registration, uh, your in-person registration opens at 8.30 a.m., closes at 9.15, and first shots are at 9.30 a.m. Um, if you are in the local area and you have that uh, Saturday for free, um, they do obviously need some help setting up. I have looked at some of the stage diagrams. Yeah, you thought setting up classifiers was bad. Woo boy. Just think about setting up full stages with all the measurements have to be correct and target placements have to be perfect and all that. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping to be there to help set up. Um, looks like they're going to probably get started around noontime, 1 o'clock on the setup. So, really looking forward to that. The other big, 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 big announcement that was put out last week. Area 7 is coming to Maine. Yes, you heard that correctly. The USPSA 2022 Area 7 Championship will be held at the Hamden Rifle Pistol Club. Um, the last few years, at least the last three years that I know of, the match has been held at, uh, I believe it's Pioneer Action Shooters down in New Hampshire. From what I have seen and what I have heard, um, Pioneer, along with Devin McManus, the match director, and her team have done an absolutely phenomenal job at putting this match on. Uh, but basically, they, they're getting tired, which is understandable. I mean, you, you spend almost an entire year planning out this match, the stages and, you know, the sponsors and, and the hotels and the prizes and this and the food and that and everything for, you know, you, you spend almost an entire year for four days. In four days, it's all done. Four to five. It's all over. And you start thinking about next year. So it really doesn't surprise me that uh, that Pioneer's getting a little burned out. I, I, I really don't blame them, to be, to be perfectly honest. The problem with Area 7 is, even though it is such a high-profile match, I mean, or one of the highly sought-after area matches in the country, this match, the 2021 edition of this match, sold out out and had a waiting list on practice score in less than five minutes after registration opened. In contrast, the Area 5 Championship, at the same time, registration for that had been open for about three months, and only half of their spots had been filled. So, uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that there are a lot fewer restrictions in Area 7. Um, at least in Maine and New Hampshire, um, regarding 
you know, magazine capacity limits and stuff like that. That being said, Maine and New Hampshire are the only two states in, in Area 7 that do not really have any sort of restrictions when it comes to um, comes to that, you know, the, the guns and, and whatnot. So they're really the only range in New Hampshire that is capable of putting on an area match is, you know, Pioneer. Um, and really there's only one one facility in the state of Maine that is close to being able to um, hold a match of this magnitude, and that is Hamden. Now, when I say that they're close, I mean, there is absolutely no doubt that Hamden can put the match on um, and can run the match. They've done a fantastic job, along with the Trident Armory uh, guys, with the Standby to Fly charity match the last uh, three years now. So there's no question that Hamden, you know, can put on the match. There, There's, there's not going to be a problem with that. Um, one thing that will have to happen with Hamden, though, <clears throat> excuse me, is we are going to have to build at least two more pistol bays. Um, there's currently eight. Uh, one person did comment on the Facebook post of the announcement that uh, Google Maps was only showing, or Google Earth was only showing four pistol bays and then the rifle range. Well, last year, or two years ago, there were three additional pistol bays built down towards the end of the rifle range at about the 200-yard mark. Last or this year, there was another um, pistol bay built next to those three. So right now there are a total of eight pistol bays in Hamden. The plan is either over the winter or first thing in the spring, um, adding two more two more pistol bays for a total of ten. Obviously. You want to have at least 10. Um, an area match is a minimum of eight stages. But, you know, you kind of want to have a couple extras in there just in case you have to toss one or two of them um, due to any issues. So that is the plan. The time frame for the match is still um, being worked out as well as all the other details. Uh, looking at um, early to mid-September of 2022 for that match so gonna be a great match um i'm I'm sure of it i know the um the hamden um leadership have a very good rapport with the leadership of pioneer so i'm sure pioneer will be throwing you know throwing a good amount of help um our way up here in hamden but, um, yeah, so early to mid-September 2022, Area 7 coming to Hamden, which is great. It'll actually be my first area match, basically, because I don't feel like taking time off from work and traveling to New Hampshire to shoot a USPSA match. Now I don't have to. <laughs> All right. So, excuse me while I move the mic around here. Um, still getting used to this boom mic. This is actually the first time I've used it. Hopefully the audio is a little bit better. Um, actually just got this boom mic on Amazon. Arrived today. I just got it 
set up to my computer about half an hour ago. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it's working all right. So with the match announcements out of the way, obviously the next match I'll be shooting is the Go Fast, Don't Suck Postal. Uh, probably going to go with the Frozen Chosen after that. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the Frozen Chosen, that is, well, it's it's kind of unofficially billed as the first USPSA match of the year in the country. And that's because it is held in the state of Maine, and it is held uh, starting at 9 or 9.30 a.m. on New Year's Day. So, unless there's a, another uh, USPSA-affiliated club further east in the state of Maine, and the only one that I know of is down in Columbia Falls, uh, down to DCAP, and they don't run a match on New Year's Day. So, yeah, we're it. Um, always a great time. I've shot it the last couple of years, and there have been people that have said, you know, we've, we shot this match one year, and it was 50 degrees on New Year's Day. We shot it the next year, and it was 10 below zero and three feet of snow on the ground. So rain, snow, sunshine, clouds, doesn't matter. They run it regardless. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. So, Race Gun Nationals. Um, did I did see some couple of issues there? Um, one issue, if you go to the Lambso USPSA uh, YouTube channel, um, I just dropped a video there this morning called "Slow Down," and what I'm what I'm talking about there is I saw a lot of competitors at Race Gun Nationals. They just they they get done shooting the stage and. They're unloading the gun, showing clear, hammering down, and holstering before the range officer even tells them to do that. You know, and it, I don't know, it just kind of irritates me, um, especially with the unload and show clear, because I want to be able to see that chamber and see an empty chamber um, as an RO myself. There were, um, some that were very good about it. Uh, one of them was, I believe he was a member of the U.S. Army Marksmanship Unit, um, their team. He, you know, stopped, took a second, waited for the RO to tell him, unload and show clear. He unloaded the firearm and, of course, had to catch the round that he ejected. That's the cool thing to do. I've done it. I I just let it hit the ground now. It, there's no point in catching it, other than if you want to look cool, but whatever. And he actually took his slide and locked his slide to the rear, showed the empty chamber to the RO, and waited for the RO to tell him if clear hammer down holster. So he, he wanted to make sure that the RO saw that empty chamber, which I think is fantastic. Um, you know, there's, there's no reason we need to be rushing through this stuff or holstering before the RO even says, if clear hammer down holster. So the other thing, and, uh, I'm going to 
going to beat up the VP here a little bit. Uh, USPSA Area 7 Director and newly elected Vice President Lee Cabana. Uh, great guy. Unfortunately, he had a little mishap at Race Gun Nationals and wound up getting DQ'd on Stage 11. Why? Well, apparently he was... He finished the stage, unloaded choke clear. If clear him in a holster, he hammered down. Everything was great. Went to holster. And as he put it, I did not look the gun into the holster. He just thought he knew where the holster was. Apparently, he missed the holster. But by the time he realized he missed it, he had already released his grip on it. And the gun fell to the ground. Now, because Range is Clear had not been announced yet, it is still a live range. He is still inside of the course of fire. Therefore, unfortunately, that is a DQ under Rule 10.5.3, corrupt firearm during the course of fire. So, it it sucks that that happened to Lee, but it also proves a point. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, is immune from a DQ in USPSA competition. The running sort of joke is there are two kinds of people in USPSA, only two, those who have been DQ'd and those who will be DQ'd. Um, So again, you know, let's just slow down, take our time, make sure that the gun is clear um, and look it into the holster, make sure you're hitting the holster, you know, getting it, it in there so we don't have any issues because really sucks to get DQ'd at nationals because of something, you know, something like that. So, sorry, Lee. So that, um, well, I was going to say that's all I've got. But uh, watching Friday night, the uh, part two of the members meeting uh, from Race Gun Nationals, a lot of very good questions were brought up there. Um, they uh, they really didn't touch too much on the uh, the bylaws and stuff like that. As one, one question asker uh, put it, I feel that that horse has been sufficiently beaten to death last week. Um, the the one the one thing uh, one person stood up and asked a question: If USPSA is working on or thinking about creating some sort of ruling as far as making sure that ammunition is within um, Sammy specs. And um, that that that's a very good question because as as this person put it, you know, does USPSA have a good legal team so that when somebody reloading their own ammo reloads way above Sammy specs and winds up, you know, they're trying to make major power factor or whatever, and they wind up blowing their hand off. You know, is is the organization prepared to deal with that lawsuit? Um, and I guess there there has been some talk on that. It 
it is being being worked on. Um, no specifics of exactly what would happen um, or what could happen in the future with rules and whatnot. Um, you know, none of that was was put out there, but it is something that that they are uh, the board is actually taking a look at, which I think is very good. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Sammy is the Sporting Arms and Ammunition Manufacturers Institute. So they they publish like industry standards for safety, um, you know, reliability, quality stuff like that. Um, just to kind of rein rein people in. So if you are going to make, if you are say a ammunition manufacturer and you're going to make a nine millimeter Luger round and you're going to, you know, you need to do it by Sammy specs so that, you know, the case dimension is the same. The bullet dimensions are the same, all that kind of stuff. Obviously the military goes and does their own thing, but, um, yeah. So anyway, um, a lot of good questions. There was a lot of praise, uh, from the members as far as the board is concerned, um, you know, thanking the board for what they do. Obviously, pretty much everybody on the board is a volunteer. Um, one of the other questions that was brought up is, is there ever going to be any sort of central database for stages, uh, stages? And apparently, according to the uh, the IT guru, I forget his name now, um, that is already planned to roll out looking at Q1 of 2022. So basically, there will be a central repository on the USPSA website that match directors and whoever will be able to get into and see like all of the stage diagrams that were shot at nationals, um, any area match stage diagrams that were submitted, um, you know, even the, the, the Trident Armory standby to fly match, um, you know, all of those. That's one thing that a lot of people don't understand with these large matches, area matches or level two matches, you know, section matches, stuff like that, is all of the stages once – the the match directors and whoever comes up with the stages, all those stages have to be sent to the National Range Officer Institute to be approved. That's that's one thing very few people realize. So they are putting together this database of tons and tons of stage designs that were submitted to NROI and that way if you want to you know if a club out in California well probably not California we won't use them for an example a club in Florida wants to shoot you know stage eight from the Trident Armory standby to fly benefit match in main state championship from 2021 they can do that they just have to get into the USPSA website, get into this database, find that particular stage, print out the stage diagram, written stage brief, all that, and they're on their way. So 
that was a good question, and I am I'm actually quite glad that uh, that they were able to say, oh yeah, we're we're already working on that and should have it ready to go by the beginning of next year. That was that was kind of a shock, but a cool one anyway. So that's about it for me. I feel I rambled on long enough on you guys. Um, questions, comments, let me know. Lambshillshooting at gmail dot com. Also. Check out uh, Facebook, Lamb's Hill USPSA, Lamb's Hill USPSA on Instagram. Um, yeah, check out the YouTube channel, uh, posting videos there every single week. Um, just go to YouTube and search for Lamb's Hill USPSA. So that's it from the top of Lamb's Hill. Hope everybody has a great evening. I am probably going to post this podcast And then go to bed because I'm tired. So thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, shoot safe. Mm